my name is Rachel Gray, and I'm here with Rob on Front Row Live. What's up, guys? Rob here, Front Row Live Entertainment. I'm hanging out here at the Knitting Factory in North Hollywood with Rachel Gray, and I'm super excited to be talking to you because I just recently got introduced to your music. I'm a late bloomer when it comes to That's Rachel okay. Gray, but I got hooked really quick. Um, you really got me in your feels, and or you got me in my feels listening to your feels, and <laughs> it's just, I don't know how you write like that. I don't know how you can be so vulnerable and put it out in the universe, but congratulations with that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's a weird congratulations, but yeah, you know, no, it works, I right? It. it works. It always works. It's good. <laughs> so how dare you is your most recent single, and it's crazy how much of an impact social media has with music and whether you're an artist or you're a fan like discovering music um that's kind of where the song kind of originated with you as far as like getting an audience yeah. and uh being wanted by this audience for you personally as an artist like how do you feel like tiktok and social media in general has really impacted you and your career oh, i mean like immensely the coolest part about social media is that i get to meet people from everywhere like i have supporters from like Germany, Indonesia, it's the coolest thing in the world, but seeing everybody connect to what I go through, it's almost like therapy to me and the people that watch, so it's just cool to be connected to people all the time and have that platform to be able to showcase all the emotions that I go through right. and allow other people to feel it with me. And I'm sure at the same time, because of the type of music that you write like and how vulnerable you are, like I mentioned earlier, I feel like seeing these reactions kind of, kind of helps you kind of solidify like okay it's okay to be talking about these topics it's okay to open up the way that I do um, but do you would you say that this kind of helped you be more vulnerable uh, seeing how the reactions were yeah I mean it's weird because a lot of people would think that since there's more eyes on me it's like why would you ever want to like cry on camera right. and like write about these things but it's honestly comforting because like the messages I get back in return is like I never knew how to put this into words you changed my life this is the song I never knew I needed and I started writing music about the things that I had a hard time talking about um, and I feel like that's what a lot of people also would think in their head of like I don't really want to talk about this so for them to have that outlet is really comforting for me and to see that everybody else relates to me is really cool and it's just like a family it's like really cool right. to just like know that other people are going through it too it's really cool. and I, I love that because it's like when you're going through it yourself like you think that you're the crazy one you're the one that's 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 being you know overreacting or whatnot but then you hear it out in a song or someone else talking about it and it's just you know I feel like it, it allows you to be able to give yourself the closure that you deserve I feel like most of the time it's you not letting yourself get that closure yeah. you kind of do this with this song how dare you and um, as you kind of dove into that creative process like what really like lyrically what really kick-started the writing process for this song Ooh. did you have like a melody a melody or a lyric already in mind and that's just kind of what started it for you honestly it was the situation so right before was when like that whole entire thing happened and I went into the studio that day and I was like I am going through something but I don't really want to write about it that was when I was like maybe a little too early to write a yeah. song so deep when I'm like really in my feels about it and my co-writer was like no Rachel like we're writing about this and I was like okay sounds good so um I obviously like I knew the direction that I wanted to take it knowing the topic so I knew that I wanted it to be really intimate and deep and be slow and vulnerable so once I knew what I was writing about that's what kind of allowed everything else to come in the picture was this your first time writing a song like this like in the moment as you're actually going through this experience like one of the first times for sure because this was the first time I've ever been like 
I don't know if I want to write about it. Like, I think I'm good. It was kind of like an ego thing where I was like, I'm over it. They don't deserve a song. Like, whatever. I'm cool, guys. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, it was a really cool experience. And what you were saying with Closure before, it's really that. Like, that's what allows me to write like that and allows me to write in the moment because it's almost like I explain my music as a journal entry ripped yeah. from my diary and when I write the song it's almost like I get to close that book up and move on with like the next chapter of my life so the second I wrote the song I was like okay now I actually feel like all the pieces are connected and I could really move on from the situation after putting all my thoughts out. Now, I feel like it's it's difficult writing the song in the first place but I feel like it's even harder to be able to record those vocals and still have that kind of pain come out the way that you do um, it almost sounds like you have to do that one take like that's the original take how you know how was that recording process for you and like did you find yourself having a hard time singing through some of this song I mean I I actually never re-recorded I used the demo vocals for how dare you because I wanted it to feel like that like where it's so emotional and yeah it's always hard to sing it that's the hardest part writing it is like I'll cry yeah. have to, sometimes I'll cry in a session sometimes I'll be like okay like this is really intense but when I it comes to the mic and me it's like it's comforting though it's it's scary but it's really really comforting because it's like I finally get to tell my piece and my end of the story that I'm trying to tell in the song so yeah but most of the time I stick to my demo vocals because it has that raw emotion right yeah, it's cool. When you started working on the song, did you come into it with a, with humming or did you come into it with like scatting? Like what kind of like artist are you when you're starting to write a song? A lot of the time my sometimes it, it kind of depends. Sometimes I go in with a lyric and I'm like, this is what I want to run with. Sometimes I'll come up with a melody that I recorded and I'm like, guys, let's run with this one. And then other times it's like we sit down and we have a really deep conversation and it kind of leads us and everybody in the session to like navigate where we're going with the song. So with this one specifically, I just walked in and I kind of told the whole side and I think I said out loud, I was like, literally like, how dare you? Like, how dare you do that? And they're like, that, like, I like that. And then we ran with that. So a lot of the time it's just spoken. That's what you walked in with. It's like looking at your phone. How dare you? <laughs> There we go. There's the song. That's it. That's the one. <laughs> what would you say was like a challenge that you had during the creative process of this song? The vulnerability. Yeah. Like this is normally I want to be in that really vulnerable state where I almost don't want to talk about it and all that kind of stuff. But for some reason with this one specifically, I wrote it about somebody I really care about, but happened to hurt me at the same time. Yeah. So it was almost this like battle between do I really want to write a song about this person? Yeah. Um, it's almost like I, I was trying to write for myself versus like not hurt the other person at the same time. So that was the biggest battle in writing this song. Um, they still don't know it's about them though, so that's okay. <laughs> that's incredible. That's incredible. I, I feel like that's already hard enough like to keep yeah. it a secret. That's the scariest part, writing about somebody. Um, it's that's the hardest part is like I don't really want them to know I wrote about that like I don't want yeah. them to know I wrote about them so that was the scary part with this one specifically because um, I had a feeling they could piece it together if they tried to yeah. <laughs> yeah what about vocally how did you how do you feel like you stepped out of your comfort zone with your vocals this time around uh, especially because it's so vulnerable I mean it's just pure emotion it's like trying to hold back my cry when I sing <laughs> is really the challenge but um, again it's just therapeutic when I do it so vocals are honestly the most freeing feeling rather than it is like hard for me because yeah. um, I finally get to tell my side of the story so that wasn't necessarily the challenge in it it was more the writing process for this song specifically other times it's definitely the vulnerability and <laughs> just getting the emotion through
So we're here, first day of the tour, and we get to see this song live. How, you know, how do you feel when you're performing this? Because um, I'm sure you've had your rehearsals and, and the sound check just now, but do you feel that you are at a point where like you're comfortable performing this in front of a crowd or do you feel like those emotions are still kind of there with you when you're singing it? <laughs> They're 100% there. Every single song that I perform live, I almost put myself back in the time when I wrote it and I like live in that emotion. So I literally take myself on an emotional roller coaster at every show. So this song specifically may be kind of hard to sing <laughs> just because of the emotion, but it's, it's a good feeling to finally like sing it to a crowd and not just have a phone-to-phone -phone relationship right, exactly. with people, so it's cool. And aside from that, you're, you're testing out a new song that on the 24th we get to listen to. Yes. And I'm super excited. Just a little snippet that I saw. Um, bless your dad for having to go through those emotions with you. <laughs> but uh, just that snippet that we got, like, um, you just, I thought this was vulnerable enough, and now you're opening up even more. Like, how do you keep doing that and doing that to yourself? I don't know. It's It's like... <laughs> When I write, that's literally my journal entry. Like, it's completely, that's my comfort. That's how I close chapters in my life, and that's how I get through situations. So it's honestly really therapeutic when I'm writing. I know I keep saying the same thing, but it really is. It's like that song, too. It's about wanting the love that I don't have because of all these guys that hurt me. You're looking in the wrong places. I'm just going to tell you right now. You'll hear it in other songs. You'll hear my type. I, I write about it all. But um, no, I mean, this song specifically, I feel like a lot of people can really relate to it and want that love that you see in movies and you dream of. So I'm excited to actually sing this one and see what the crowd has to say about it. It's going to be really cool. I'm really excited about it. I was really like, I, the lyric, and I'm going to butcher it so bad because I can't remember it, I'll, I'll but it's, it's the one where it's like, uh, get old, but what was it? Mm -hmm. Doesn't get old when it's older. Doesn't get, yes. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Like, this this just hits. Like, this is awesome. I'm jealous of the grandparents that are still, like, madly in love. Like, that's the love. That it doesn't exist today. Like, it's so bad. I know. Trust me. I'm more than aware. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's amazing. That's, yeah. That song was really, really fun to write, and I wrote it with such amazing people. So, it was really cool to write in that perspective and not really, like, write about somebody specifically. Yeah. It was just what I want and that's like it was definitely something that was different for me because normally I go in with specific situations and I write about it and this one was like a general feeling that I've had my whole life yeah. and I wrote about it and I'm really excited for it to be released. It's just so crazy how you piece these lyrics together and um, create you know the music how you do. Um, what is your process though like you, you you were mentioning like that's literally your journal entry but like do you write your journal as if you were already writing a song or are you like jotting down little things here and then just like in the studio kind of like figure out ideas of how to make it coalesce sometimes i literally rip it out of my like literally my journal like i'll reread a journal entry and that's where my inspiration will come from and i'll go in another time it's like the second i'm feeling it i write it down as a song and i literally just write a song out instead of writing from my journal um but every time it's ripped from a real feeling that i go through which honestly makes it, for me, easier to write when I'm like in that emotion and really feeling it. So I try not to wait too long to write a song when I'm going through it. Give myself time to heal a little bit so I don't ball my eyes. What, what is a little bit? A week. <laughs> and then I'm back. But sometimes it's like the night of. I'm like, I need to write a song. Like, yeah. I need to take advantage of this moment. 
literally with me, if I'm crying, I'm like, I might as well get a good song out of it. Like, I need to write about it. I need to get something out of it, you know what I mean? There's a reason why this happened. No, that sounds, that sounds so bad. Oh, my bad. <laughs> So you're on tour right now, uh, day one tour with Andy. Um, what can fans look forward to on this tour, and what what are you looking forward to for this tour? I mean, the thing I'm looking forward to the most is meeting everybody that sees me online, finally getting face to face with them. Yeah. But I'm going to be singing a lot of unreleased music, a lot of released music, and new merch as well. Um, yeah, just everything. You're going to be singing new merch. I'm going to be singing new merch. That's what I'm going to be 2023, that's the new thing in, in, in tour. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Just merch. No singing. <laughs> You're, you have so much great material already out there. Um, you know, it's a new year. You're, you're about to drop the set, the, another single for the year. Do you see yourself working on a body of work right now, or do you want to kind of pursue, like, the singles game? I'm always working on something behind the scenes when it comes to a project. Um, it may take a little bit of time because I want it to be perfect, but it's always in the back of my head. So there will be an album in the future for sure. For now, you guys are going to get Love Evangelist of maybe a few more singles, but I'm working on something big. Awesome. I look forward to it. Like I said, I'm a late bloomer to this, but I'm so happy that I got introduced to your music because I, I'm hooked. I'm, I'm hooked. So <laughs> I'm happy you found it too. <laughs> so Rachel, thank you so much for hanging out with me. You guys be sure to check her out on tour. And uh, thanks for watching here on Front Row Live. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.